You were designed to experience love and joy. You were made for times like these. Grab your cup. You're listening to the Living Well Podcast. Good morning, family. I love y'all. The glory of God is filling the earth and Holy Spirit is pouring out on all flesh. Hallelujah. The glory of God is filling the earth. The Bible assures us that the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. Family, that's you. You and I are going to demonstrate the glory of God to our world. Holy Spirit is continually filling you and me. And soon we're going to overflow with the glory. Hallelujah. Family, as I prayed and prepared for this podcast, I thought of asking the question, Who are you? Who, who? But Holy Spirit flipped the script on me and told me to ask, Who do you say Jesus is? Some people say Jesus is a cuss word. Some people say Jesus is a genie in a bottle. Some people say Jesus is the last resort when all else fails. And some people say Jesus is dead. But as our scripture for today, Matthew chapter 16, verse 16 asks, Who do you say Jesus is? Get your cups out. Let's take a drink from the living well. Let's drink up. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Ooh-wee. Y'all know I love the word of God. Jesus asked his disciples, what other people said he was, or who other people said he was. They gave him great answers, names that would make the best prophet's head swell with pride, like Elijah, Jeremiah, one of the other prophets, even John the Baptist raised from the dead. None of those comparisons impressed Jesus. He basically said, and I paraphrase, all right, the foolish people say that, but who do you say that I am? Family, we live in a day and time when so many people have an opinion of who Jesus is and what Jesus would do. Y'all remember the WWJD bracelets? Well, we know Jesus is not a cuss word. Jesus is not a genie in a bottle, and Jesus is definitely not dead. Amen? I hate to admit it, but sometimes we do make Jesus a last resort after all else fails. Ouch! We have a good idea of who Jesus is not. My daughter Mariah told us that on a youth group camp drive, her youth pastor told the group of girls that she was with that when they are wondering if someone loves them, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, several things that love is not. So if a guy is those things, then he doesn't love you. Chew on that for a minute or two. Oh man, Holy Spirit is prompting me to meddle. I gotta go there. Get your cups back out. We need to take another drink from the living well. I'm reading for 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 4 through 7. Let's drink up. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Ooh, I love the word of God. Come on now. Love suffers long and is still kind. Well, I'm stepping on my own toes. I don't like to suffer for a second, let alone for a long time, and it's hard to be kind when you're suffering. But love does that. Family, if you get angry because you don't get your way and you cut your spouse or friend or family down, you are not operating in love. And I don't want you to excuse yourself by saying that, well, God forgives me and I'm not perfect. That's bull stuff. You heard me? 
Renew your mind and start getting better at suffering long and being kind. No, this does not mean that you get to help your spouse learn to suffer by making them suffer. It means if you have to give up watching Lifetime, tell a vision of all men are horrible and cheaters. Stop looking at that vision. Fellas, if you have to stop watching ESPN, tell a vision of drinking and laughing and entertainment is the ultimate that life has to offer. Stop watching your favorite football team lose on Sunday afternoon. All right, I'm just going to list the rest. Love is not jealous of someone's success. Love does not have to be the center of attention and filled with pride, nor look for someone to tell them how awesome they are. Love is not rude or crude. Love does not do disrespectful things or tell crude jokes. Love is not selfish. Love is not looking for a fight, looking for a reason to argue, flipping off crazy drivers on the road. Love does not assume the worst about people or situations. Love does not celebrate sin nor condone ungodly songs, movies, programs, and movements. So, if you, like me, are guilty of not walking the love way, let's repent and earnestly ask Holy Spirit to do whatever it takes to teach us and train us to walk in love. I know you want to walk in love, and we can walk in love. So, family, who do you say Jesus is? I say Jesus is love. Jesus suffers along with me, and he is kind to me always. Jesus wants me to succeed and to be the man of God I am created to be. Jesus is never proud, and even though he deserves to be the center of attention, he listens to my prayers, to my vents, to my fears, to my cries. He is so amazing. Family, I usually close by saying that I love y'all, but I'm convicted right now. All I can say is I would do a better job of loving y'all, and God loves y'all. Thanks for listening to the Living Well Podcast. If you found it helpful, please share today's episode with someone you love.